Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Music Seeds, the music that made us. I'm your host, Johnny. In this episode, me and Jack Miller sit down and talk about people with multiple hats. That is, people that are actors and singers, singers and actors, comedians, actors, singers, wrestlers that are actors. Overall, just anybody that uh, can do multiple things but also one of my favorite things, being a musician. I hope you enjoy. This is the first part of a two-part episode. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can do so by listening after this episode, and I will have that information for you. So now, without any further ado, here's Mr. Jack Miller and myself, Giddy Up. Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host, and you are listening to Music Seeds. The music that made us. We're in uh, Mr. Jack Miller's downstairs studio here. <laughs> the the unfinished basement where, yeah. um, actually, it's the ad hoc party room for the teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting episode this is going to be because I kind of threw it on you uh, yesterday, but I, I, you know how we go down these rabbit holes. Who knows where this will lead? True. I thought it'd be really cool to do an episode where we are talking about actors who become singers and singers who become actors. Don't know what I was thinking of. I was I was watching something, and of course that came to mind because there is a ton of. Uh, I, I realized after doing a little bit of research and everything, and it's like, oh yeah, they did that, and they, oh yeah, they did that, and it's like, and I mean the first one that came to mind when I was messaging you back and forth on this was, uh, I remember back in the 80s an old Tom Selleck movie called Runaway. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that was Gene Simmons' first acting thing because, well, I was just about to say that when you brought this topic up, it made me start thinking. And it's funny how all the ones who are successful at one always want to do the other. Now, yeah. well, I mean, not always. That's, you know, that's expanding on it. But, I mean, a lot of musicians want to try their hand at acting. Or a lot of actors want to try their hand at being a musician, you know, a rock star. Oh, they want yes. to be the rock star. Like one isn't good enough for them, or they had that originally they had plans to being one, and the other came along, or mm-hmm. who knows. But then there's some that are just naturally talented and can do both. Yes. Um, like well, I guess I can kick it right off. Like you yeah. talked about Gene Simmons right there. Gene Simmons isn't winning any Oscars anytime soon. <laughs> and Gene, if you're listening, I'm a huge fan. No, not 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 disparaging you. Uh, just that he is good for certain roles, types of roles, but that's about it. Yeah. On the other hand, you have people like um, Rick, Rick Springfield. Yeah. Rick Springfield uh, was, you know, very popular. I mean, not the greatest actor, but, you know, soap opera. He was very yeah. popular in a soap opera and turned that into a huge musical career. In fact, he doesn't yeah. even act anymore. He's been a, oh, yeah. he's been a you know, musician more. But he always was a musician anyway. And he tried to do both. I remember in the 80s, he had like a, one or two movies that came out. A little bit, yeah. But I, th- yeah. I, th- I, think, the, I think his love of music played out... You know more, or wanted. I think that's what he wanted more. You know, we can go back to you know the late great Jeff Beck, who not necessarily an actor, but liked working on cars. He loved he loved working on vehicles. Mm-hmm. In fact, for the longest time, you know, in the later his later years, he was didn't even play music. Yeah. One of the greatest guitar players. People like Hendrick, not Hendrix. I'm sorry, Clapton, and you know, and the likes and Page looked up to uh, to Jeff Beck. And here the guy didn't want to even play guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and now, you know, one of the most, like you said, influential guitars of all time. You know? And I, when I was looking through these, uh, these, um, we'll, we'll go all over the place. So, yeah. I mean, I was going to do one or the other, but I thought, you know what, we'll just go all over the place. Bounce it. 
so here's one that is very interesting is like there's people that have been comedians actors and, and musicians slash singers you have like Jamie Foxx and Eddie Murphy for example true and Eddie Murphy's not a bad singer yeah. he's got a pretty good voice Jimmy Fox actually is pretty is, is pretty darn good and yeah and they've done all three you know, yes. they've been dramatic because when you say actors I kind of tend to think more dramatic acting because comedic actors is a different it's a different realm it's a different yeah. style of acting I guess it's still acting mm-hmm. but I mean I'm talking about being an actual actor you know kind oh, of yeah. you know and well or, or you want to go the other way when it caught my eye was Glennis Paltrow Yes. Uh, what was the name of that movie? Duets. Yes. And With she, Huey Lewis. Yes, and she did all her own singing in that movie. Yeah. And you were amazed, or like you, I think one of the ones you threw out there when we were discussing this episode was Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Another phenomenal singer. Oh who yeah. Was, who was you know, he's Hawkeye, oh. and you know, and he's got you know, a couple other great uh, uh, great shows. And out. his co-star from Avengers, uh, Scarlett Johansson, even has a couple albums that are out. Yeah, she yeah, she's and got she, that she's got that low husky voice. Yeah, and they're pretty <laughs> decent. I like them. They're really good. Kind of an alternative singer-songwriter kind of sound to it. We can also go the opposite way, though. These ones who are actors who try to be singers, like a Shatner kind of ask thing. Oh yeah, I got Shatner <laughs> on here. Yeah, I mean, he's got. You know, we poke a little more fun at him because of uh, what he did, but. But well, but he had a style, and he and he wasn't mm-hmm. ashamed of it. He just ran with it. I actually, uh, the one time I got to, was lucky enough to meet Mr. Shatner. Um, I, I found an album on eBay to have mm-hmm. him sign. That's what I wanted. I wanted one of his his albums signed. I didn't want yeah. Star Trek memorabilia. I want something unique. And I exactly. Thought, That's why I think you know, when you go to do things like that too, they, they appreciate that a little bit more because they're like, wow, you really are a fan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you take the time. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I, well, so I go to a lot of comic cons, comic conventions, and. And those kind of things that my family and I are all pop culture people. Yeah. And um, I do make an effort, not for every artist, but a lot of the artists, to find a unique piece to get signed. Yeah. What I was thinking of, too, is that when I started thinking about, you know, Eddie and then Jamie, is that Jamie Foxx started out in Living Color, and there was somebody that started out on that show that was a dancer that became an actor and singer, and that was Jennifer Lopez. Which you know is crazy to think about. You know, right. she was just you know this singer on, or sorry, this dancer on this show, and now look at how huge she is. So I mean, it's just I mean, you don't know she's, where she's the triple threat, I guess. Yes. Well, or at least a double. She's yeah. A, well, no, she's a dancer. She well, still so dances yeah, still. So, yeah. 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 Here's another one that I thought about that I thought was really interesting because she actually has a very successful music career that a lot of people know about. She uh, is in this band called the um, Romantics with a Q, and she's more bigger like in the LA scene and stuff like that. But she got—I remember when I first saw her sing was in Strange Days, and as Juliet Lewis. Oh, I didn't know she still. I knew she yeah. did some music thing. I didn't know she still had a band. Oh yeah, they still tour and everything too. Oh wow. Yeah. I, I, when you started talking, when you were leaning that way, I thought you were going to talk about Taylor Momsen with. Uh, <laughs> Taylor Momsen from the Pretty Reckless. Oh yes, yes. Of, she's from, kind of left uh, her acting. She was in the the Grinch. Grinch, she yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. As you know, the little Lucy or little. Oh little yeah. Cindy Lou Who, um, and she's done a little bit of acting, but she's done more. She's really concentrated yeah. more on her music style. Though. And there's a ton of those too that like I, I going through this list too is that uh, Jenny Lewis, um, Jenny Lewis who was in um, Troop of Beverly Hills and oh. and Pleasantville, and she was she started out as a young child actress. 
and now she she's in uh, um, uh, Riley Riley Kyle. Yeah, that's an alternative <laughs> band, and uh, a lot of that, uh, that Americana. Yeah, Americana scene. But she uh, she opened up for Harry Styles in his last tour. Oh and wow! So another another one that has done both and has done pretty successful with both. He's touching. He's been a singer touching on acting. Well, yeah. when, you, when you're that when you're that pretty. You're that handsome of a young gentleman. <laughs> Hollywood's going to come calling. Have you seen that movie of his? That last movie he did with uh, Florence Pug that was in a... I did not see that one as it's yet. It's really good, man. Uh, I'll have to check it out. Cause it, I like her a lot, too, like mm-hmm. everybody. You know, who doesn't? You yeah. Know? So. Uh, but I like her. And he doesn't... For some of those boy banders, he doesn't bother me all that much. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they're just well. so annoying. You know, it's like, okay, so just because you're pretty doesn't mean you can act. But, I mean, he seems to be... He be bucking that trend. You know? Well, there's... Well, if he's falling in somebody's footsteps as far as that goes Justin Timberlake's you know been able to handle both yeah Justin Timberlake's actually not a bad little actor as well there's yeah. a couple movies that he's been really really well well then cast. Saturday Night Live stuff alone you know is well Saturday Night Live stuff and also his small role in the um, social network yeah uh, he was fantastic in that uh, what's the one um, Lewin the, Davis I thought he did a really good job in that was good um, no the one where he plays a gang member um Alpha Dog. Alpha Dog, exactly. Yes. He was excellent in that as well. So, like I said, sometimes people have a natural talent one way or the other, whether they're a natural musician or a natural actor, they just wind up, their proclivity goes one way first, and uh-huh. then they go to the other. What was the other one I was thinking of? Oh, then outside of the music realm, too, they have just as uh, we have just as many athletes or wrestlers, pro wrestlers. Look at how many pro wrestlers have gone into acting, and, yep. a, couple, and a couple have gone into the music world, like, uh, what's his name from Fozzie? Okay. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh my God! Chris Jericho. Yeah, Jericho. Yeah, Chris Jericho. Very yeah. successful podcaster too. Oh yeah. Well, see. Well, hey, welcome. <laughs> welcome. Hey, you should check out our podcast. You know? <laughs> so, and it, I was actually talking to my uh, good friend Dustin about this the other day, and this is an acquired thing, and I have nothing against this man, and I know you're going to argue with me too because <laughs> he argued with me about it, but I'm like, I have not seen anything yet that has blown me away as far as acting goes. Like acting, like he's right, and that is this is The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. I he's successful action movie, you know, guy. But right. I I just it'd be interesting to see one day if he can do a dramatic role. I would tend to agree with that. I mean, I'm not going to fight you too much on that because I do I enjoy Dwayne Johnson as well. I yeah. think The Rock is is fun. Um, it's kind of like um, my wife Shailene is a big fan of like disaster movies. Yeah, and he's done a couple of those, you uh-huh. know, and you know the San Andreas and you know and other and yeah. others, and it's. Kind of interesting, though, because you know he's not going to die. He's always going to save the day. He's yeah. the hero. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of, you know, you he's good for that role. Well, I would like to see that as well. Because he, yeah. he seems like the kind of person who would put the effort in to become better at the craft. I'm going to bring up Black Adam, of course, since that was the most recent thing. Yeah. And it was unfair of the DC uh, overlords to put the weight of the franchise of DC Universe on that movie because that's yeah. not what that movie was intended to be. Yeah. And I thought that he did a great job with that because it was something different. He was the anti-hero, right? He wasn't uh-huh. really the hero, he was the anti-hero. And it was a more stoic kind of, uh, almost mean kind of character, which is out of character for Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. And I think he did it very well. I said, people uh-huh. may disagree with me. Uh, you know, everybody's got their own opinion, but I thought that was a good movie, and I thought he did good in the role as he yeah. was asked to do. And like you said, you're going to see more of that happen. Look at John Cena right now, having a very successful career, you know, with his movies. Yes. So, well, he, he's he's another one who's kind of breaking in yeah. comedically, and we'll see how where he goes. I don't know, did you watch the, the, Peacemaker? Uh, the Peacemaker series? No, I've heard about how good it is. It's, you know, I was hesitant to watch it, and I, I, did, I did finally sit down and watch it, and... I laughed, I, I, and I, 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 was, I was happy with the fact that it wasn't the same old 
shtick. Yeah. It definitely was different. It definitely had some quirks and some twists in it, which was I, th- I found refreshing instead of the same old superhero stuff. As much as I enjoy that, yeah. it's nice when a unique series comes along. And he was very good in the role. Uh, Robert Patrick is always is, is plays his dad in that show, and he, yeah. he's always good. Um, it was it was a good show. And he was you know he was for as odd as it was, he fit the role beautifully. Yeah. So you know once again we'll see. You know. Well, and I mean we can get into you know. Comedians acting, you know, I mean, that's the thing, you know, you, you see a lot of, you know, comedians do that. They'll they'll break out into acting and find either comedies to do or slash, you know, dramatic uh, dramas. Well, you some, know? Some, yeah. can, some can do the dramatic stuff like, you know, uh, like Robin Williams was the, the king of that because but mm-hmm. the guy was Juilliard trained. You know, yes, yeah. he was an amazing comedic talent, probably, probably one of the best of all time, but... He had that Juilliard training, so he could yes. he could draw yeah. on those same experiences and bring out a dramatic performance yeah. as well. But Jim now, Carrey, Jim Carrey can do it both pretty well, damn too. Uh, pretty well. I mean, I don't think he's as good. I think he tends to be better in the more like uh, middle of the road and full on, you know, yeah. mask and Grinch yeah. kind of roles. You know, he that's that's his that's his mm-hmm. forte. But yeah, but you know, um, it, it's interesting you know, to see these so- guys break though, and then like you're gonna see, um, like you've seen in the last few years, who's the uh, hot pocket guy. Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan's doing yeah. a lot of dramatic roles. He's actually like, pretty, he's actually yeah. not too bad as well. But I was going to say Jim Carrey. He uh, I I tend to forget that he just did that series on HBO, uh-huh. and I was pretty impressed with that because that was a heavy. It was it's supposed to be kind of a dark comedy, yeah. Um, but it was a little more on the dramatic side. I I tend to forget he was really really solid in that movie as yeah. well. So maybe I'd well, better Truman you know, Show. And Truman Show was good as well. And, yeah, that's yeah. the other one I was thinking of also. But and then uh, I I my one of my personal favorites is the. Um, I always screw the title up is uh, Spotless Mind um, with uh, oh yeah Kate Winslet. Yes, you know? that, that that was a really good. That yeah. was another one. That was an odd movie, I think. In, but cinematically, it's wild. Yes, it, yeah. it tends to play into a comedian. A comedian, I think, can pull off those types of roles mm-hmm. easier because they are more open as opposed to these these actors who are so you know dead set on. You know, getting into the role and you know the method acting, the method actors. You know, mm-hmm. the for the the comedian is a little more free form. Yeah, you're gonna see Tom Segura. He's I, I saw he's gonna be doing a couple movie roles. I can't think of the what it's gonna be, but he's he's breaking out and he's doing that now too. Once you get to that status I, I, and they and they want you, yeah, it's like okay, can you come be in my movie now? You're like, yeah. Sometimes you people, people get an itch. I mean, you know, like, okay, yeah. okay, bringing it back, spinning it around. Just something across my mind. We're thinking of independent type films. And this is an actor. He's a Musician first, uh, yeah. Tom. Oh, Tom Waits. Tom Waits, exactly. Yeah. There you go. There's the name, Tom Waits. He, you talk about like he can he's, do both. Yeah. He, well, I mean, but he's quirky, but it's great because he's always in these great independent films and occasionally pops yeah. up in a mainstream thing. He's great for a role. Yeah. And but he's you know a good artist so, or a good musician, so yeah. it kind of he plays that balance. He was in that uh, Denzel Washington um, apocalyptic movie. Right with about the Bible. Yeah, that was that was really good. Yeah. Here's one, though, that is, like, we're talking about comedians. Start out as a comedian, um, end up doing some stuff for Saturday Night Live, and then also could do dramas, and the only comedian that has won a Bluegrass Grammy Award, Steve Martin. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because he's, wow, a quadruple threat. He can do comedy, he can do drama. He, he's a writer also, he writes uh, books. Exactly, writer, and, uh-huh. uh, and uh, well, one of the world's premier banjo players, and that, yes. that's coming from people who play banjo, not yeah. us, you know, I would know, you know, I think it's a hard instrument to play, but people who, other banjo artists, say, say that he's, he's one really of the best, good, you yeah. know? 
Yeah, and I, Steve Martin. Yeah, I mean, icon, that's an icon, right? Oh there. hell yeah! yeah he's, you know, Have you watched that that show, uh, Murders in the Building? Oh yeah, we it's like it quite a bit. So good. So it's and you know who's surprisingly really good in that is Selena Gomez. Yes, she's yeah, awesome. Because you, you kind of write her off as one of these you know younger you know fair, only mildly talented pretty you know, people, but she really stepped up to work to work with Martin and Martin. Yeah, you know, and hold her own. I was blown away. She's and really a cool. actor singer. Also, yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so successful in both. Well, know. there's a difference too. Like, okay, you now you can say the same thing about Martin Short because you know he's a, a singer actor, and he started out in Godspell. Right, but that's a that's more of a Broadway kind of thing, and that kind of goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's not like that's not really what we're talking about here. Yeah. If you can do that, that's great. I'm not yes. saying that that. Well, we're talking about people who are strictly musicians who try their hand at art, art of uh, Oh, but there's acting. a whole other realm of that, though, too, with doing musicals and acting. And, like, Hugh Jackman, for example. He right. was, you know, he was just an actor and went and did musicals, and everybody was blown away. This guy can sing and act, you exactly. know? like You know, so they it's like... He can sing and do this thing. Yeah. I, the one that keeps popping in the back of my head that i, I got to bring up, it's one of my favorite albums. I think I've mentioned this album before, and I get, I get ridiculed constantly about this. Mm-hmm. But um, it's Don Johnson. Oh, yeah. Well, I got one, too, <laughs> yeah. after that. Yeah. Don jo- I mean, because Don Johnson had, I think he put out, like, two albums, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And the and one who album was his he- guitarist? Uh, Dweezil Zappa. Yeah. Yeah, he produced the albums mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, but that's what, I mean, I that album came out right at the, near the near the end of the peak of the Miami Vice, uh, yeah. you know, his, uh, his fame there. And, granted, yeah, the guy's not a great singer. He's got an okay voice, but mm-hmm. there's something about that album I enjoy. In fact, I found, a, I, want, I recently found a copy on CD again. Yeah. I lost my... I lost the original version. I had yeah. camera, I had a cassette or what, but I found it and I bought it immediately. So I'm like, well, I gotta have this, yeah. you know, just so I can throw it in my car whenever I feel like it. And, yeah, and he yeah. had that big hit heartbeat. That's yeah. the name, that was the name of that album yeah. too, and I yeah. love that. That whole album is so good. It's just a fun little album. Sometimes you gotta yeah. take it as it's worth. And for all you young folks that listen out there, <laughs> their their daughter is very successful right now. That's Dakota Johnson. That's true. Yeah, she's you know. From the gray films, but also she's been doing a lot of different stuff. Yep. So she's been, you know, building a name for herself. That could be a whole episode in itself too. But, uh, but oh, child actors that are now. Nepotism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm making a joke because there's a lot of stuff. There's something. A lot, there's a, yeah. There's a lot of uproar. Media. There's a lot of uproar on social media about the nepotism of Hollywood, and I'm like, you know, that's not fair because a lot of children follow into their parents' vocation, and and they say, well, yeah, these people have unfair advantage. Well, yeah, don't all, then wouldn't you always take an unfair advantage if you yeah. had it, like, as far as work is concerned or career is concerned? Yeah. You know, uh, no one ever says anything when a police officer or a firefighter follows in their, their parents' yeah. footsteps and gets and gets a, you know, gets into a certain firehouse or yeah. into a certain precinct. And they have to because, prove themselves. Exactly. So I don't, yeah. exactly, they have to prove themselves. And, cause, and it's up to us as far as the consumers are concerned mm-hmm. in the acting realm if they're worthwhile to watch or not. And know? some of them try to avoid it, too. Absolutely. I listened to this podcast. Uh, this week, um, Nora Jones has got her own podcast. It's really good, by the way. And Lucas Nelson was on there. And Lucas Nelson wanted to be like a Olympic swimmer. Like that's what that was. <laughs> I know you laugh, but yeah, he, he like, actually went and he tried right, to right. do all that, and he was like, he just couldn't do it. He said when Could, he was in couldn't school. fight against it, and he just had to go with his genes. Yeah, and, well, and look at. I mean, he ended up. You know, he's been very successful in the last few years with the promise of the real, but. His, that having be, to be the backup band and the actual band in the uh, Star is Born, Star is Born movie with right. Bradley Cooper, which another singing and acting 
And I, I really enjoyed that movie. I, I'm, well, I'm a big Lady Gaga fan. I like her. I like the fact that she just does. And she's a double threat. She's a double threat as well. She there's another one there. She's you know a great singer, mm-hmm. musician, you know, great pianist, and you know that kind of just artist in general when it comes to music. And I think she's a very good actress. Um, I really enjoy when I anytime I don't sometimes when you see a certain musician slash actor in a movie, it, you kind of curl your lip and go, oh, I don't know. Yeah. If I see her on the bill, I'm like, ooh, it intrigues me because I know she's so good. Like, I'm very curious to see what this new Joker movie is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Tom Phillips did such a great job with the original movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because, I mean, I I couldn't watch it more than once. It was so... Dark. Yeah, dark yeah. and striking. And, you know, and people get, you know, the people who don't like it, um, I always contend that they were going into it looking at it as more of a comic book movie about the Joker. Yeah. And it, that really wasn't it. That movie had more in common with Taxi Driver or Raging Bull or, mm-hmm. you know, those those types of dark, you know, 70s, you know, uh, introspective mental health issue movies or a Deer Hunter. You know, yeah, I, I think yeah. it, it kind mm-hmm. of was really similar to Deer Hunter as well. Is that why Robert and, De Niro was in it? Ironically enough, yeah, ironically, but who knows? I mean, I don't know if that's Todd Phillips movie thought that because when I when we watched it and that movie just had an impact on me, and I I kept thinking about as I'm watching it, this says this reminds me of Taxi Driver. Yeah, it just really had that kind of it's an uncomfortable feeling as you're watching it, but watching this person slowly devolve into their mental illness, Mm -hmm. and it's you know, and I think it had it, it said a lot for how we treat people with mental illness these days and it's a shame so I'm, but not to not i'm sorry i went i went it took a, took a left turn there. no it's all good um, but I, it's a very dramatic a very dramatic thing to like really embrace a role i mean because look at, at one all-time best jokers you know with Heath ledger i mean that right that that, that was a dramatic turn you know i mean yes. as far as a, a comic book quote-unquote movie went that's why it's considered one of the best ones of all time is because they took a a movie and made it dramatic, you know, right. and, and, and that, well, and that was the thing with, I said, once again, not to go down another rabbit hole here, but you know, that's, that's the reason I think these, this current crop of comic book movies that have come out, the Marvel universe, DC and all these others that are, you know, they're at least trying to ride the coattails. The reason they are so successful is because they're treated with sincerity. They were mm-hmm. treated with, you know, as a serious subject matter, as opposed to child fluff. Like the early ones, like the early Master of the Universe movie and the early Thor and Spider Man, that, yeah. that they would kick out, that Hollywood kick out. Oh, this is for the kids, and they they would half ass it, yes. and they wouldn't give it the seriousness. And the people who like, you know, people who are fans of the medium are going, "This is not what we're reading. This is not this is not what this is about. You don't yeah. understand." And then when those people finally got old enough to make the movies, oh, and yeah. all, I mean, look at the Marvel Cinematic Universe as it stands. Whether you like it or not, you have to respect the mm. fact that they built this on one movie. Onto another movie, onto, and they built yeah. an entire universe of interconnected movies that is that's never been done before. Yeah, you know, to varying degrees, they've been successful. There's a couple clinkers in there, but I mean, that's you know, that's a matter of. And it set the footprint you know? for everything that's out there now. Exactly, you know, you know? And, it, you know and it's I mean, whether you think that's good or bad for Hollywood, and I think you know? it's kind of funny too because the people that helped create that universe were the people that are kind of like, wow, it's taken over, and now I don't make those big blockbusters like I used to look at Spielberg he helped the whole CGI world and stuff yeah. like that and get it where it was and you know he was able to tie story in, in with CGI I and would, I think that's part of it too is that you know when those writers started to come up they're like we got a storyline here we got something that will make people interested in what we're writing we have we have a we have a story to tell that we can't yeah. tell in one movie yes that's what kind of that's why this kind of came up because obviously there's series of there's epi- or um 
volumes and volumes of comic books that mm-hmm. you know, a tale is told, and sometimes that's what it takes. But I was going to say I would rather watch these, you know, the these so you know, the Marvel and DC movies that are well done better than these reboots and rehashes that are happening. Yeah. Um, like I just read yesterday that they're rebooting a Hellboy yet again. Yeah. And it didn't work the first time. You know, Dave, I love David Harbour, nothing against him, and he was good in the role, but the movie just wasn't there. Yeah. And, and they're not going to try again. Why don't they just give the people, at least with Marvel and DC, they're giving, most for the most part, they're giving the people what they want. Hollywood some, sometimes tends to turn a blind eye to what people will actually or want. Even, and they want the third movie. They want Ron Perlman to return and Guillermo del Toro, yeah, del Toro to come yeah. back and complete the trilogy. Give them that. Yeah. Do what it takes to complete that. Why are you going to reboot? Mm-hmm. I don't want. I, well, I guess I'm going to throw my opinion out there. It's like these this, the writer and director that they're they're naming. I mean, you remember their names? Were these movies for these hack movies that weren't even successful? Yeah. You know, from the writer of this, and it's like, well, that movie sucked. Why would I want to go see him reboot something that I don't want? Yeah. <laughs> and you're almost you almost wish that you know Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale was it Bob Gale who wrote Back to the Future? I think so. They have a clause that says you cannot do anything with this. Well, thank God, because until, I know there's been rumored we, that they, we die. They, they, they've rumored that they're happening, and I'm glad they haven't yeah. touched that because that's you know they, they, certain they have a clause. It's, it's like why would, like why would you like I'm fearful that someone wants to redo Wizard of Oz or something or one of the well, they tried Gone to, with remember? the Wind or you know yeah. Uh-huh. But I mean you know but it's it's sad because you know, there's so much so much new and inventive storylines that there's you know you can't tell me there's not. You know, a dozen screenwriters singing a Starbucks somewhere exactly. with the next great movie. Give that guy a chance instead of rebooting the same crap. No. I read recently they're going to do a female version of Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it worked so great for, for Ghostbusters, didn't it? Yeah. Not that I, did, I liked the movie, but, I mean, as a whole, it didn't really work. And I get it. Yeah. So why, why continue to go back to the well that's not even wet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's these writers out there that have created these things that they give it a chance, you know, and maybe build it up and make make it happen. That we, ha- you know, there's many books I'm sure you've read that I'm, and even myself. Oh, yeah. no, but the bottom like, line oh, is, there's plenty of other original storylines yes. out there that deserve a chance. Yes. We don't need to continue to re rehash and reboot and mm-hmm. redesign things that's already been done, mostly successfully. I mean, you know, because yeah. they said the Hellboy, the two Hellboy movies were very well good. Or they very well good. I ain't got no good. <laughs> very well done, and they were they were good movies. Yeah. And why? For some reason, I know they've been talking about it for years. But I just yeah. don't, I don't understand that. Well, and I think the other thing is too is that we live in a whole different era now, to where we have streaming services that can bring out long storylines and make make a series of things, and to where now when you go to the movies, it's like it needs to be like an epic. A moment almost to like okay I'm gonna go spend my money on this movie it's got to be something really cool to go see in the theater because I can usually just go home and watch it sometimes yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what's like back to the you know like you said the, the comic book universe I mean those things are made to be up on the screen big action movies I'm looking forward to seeing Indiana Jones this summer you know I think it's gonna be great I think it's going to be I, a I nice book and book as long as, as long as it's better than Crystal Skulls yeah you know the Crystal Skull I mean that 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 one just fell flat, and I'm hoping that this is a good finale because well, you know, Harrison Ford even said that you know, look, I can't do this anymore. This is, this is the last time I'm putting yeah. on the hat and the whip, you know. So, yeah. which is fine, which I, I think is good. I think it's time. Well, to, every you know, interview he's had about, it, he's gotten kind of emotional about how well it is. Well, sure, so. you know, and I'm I'm actually looking forward to him bringing it back to the MCU, looking him back, his taking out taking over yeah. for William Hurt as well, Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, come on. Harrison Ford is the Red Hulk. Are you kidding me? I can't wait. Yeah, that's gonna be insane. It's just it's one of these things. It's like. It's crazy to see somebody work so hard. That's I mean, he's got like two series out right now too. 
He's got... Um, oh, yeah, one on Apple TV uh, with Josh... Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel, that's the yeah. And then the 1923. Well, that's know, right, a, yeah. Maybe he's putting a book into his career. Maybe that's why he's trying to wrap everything up. Maybe, he's, he, maybe he's trying to work as much as he can, so that way he you know, he does have a... I mean, yeah. Not that he doesn't have a legacy. I mean, the guy the guy could have done Star Wars and called it quits. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, or in Indiana Jones. And the two, though, you know, between Han Solo and Indiana Jones, the guy's an icon, too. Some people don't want that. They want to make sure that they have... A library of work that they can look back on, or that people can oh, look to. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, it's interesting when you go down these rabbit holes, you know, of different things and different people's careers and things like that. And I was trying to think of something to tie in what Harrison <laughs> Ford, you know, but that ain't gonna work. So, Jason so Schwartzman was gonna be one I was gonna tell. Well, that's you. a good one. I like that one. Cause I just, I just yeah. recently rewatched uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yes. Did you ever see that movie? Oh, I, it's on here because Michael Cera's got a punk band also. I'm not surprised. And, and as I an love actor. the soundtrack of that movie. Oh, that movie is awesome. Brie Larson. Brie yeah, Larson yeah, Brie Larson. Sings exactly. and yeah. acts. You know, Captain Marvel. That's right. <laughs> the Mar- the Marvels got pushed back to November, by the way. Yeah. So, you know, Which, it'll be good. I'm excited come. for that one, too. Yeah. But Jason Schwartzman was in Phantom Planet. That's uh, right. Yeah. Yep, yep. California. Yep. And uh, so, but big break in Rushmore. Um Here's another one that I was like, oh, yeah, I remember when that album came out. I think we were working at the record store, and that is Russell Crowe. Oh, yeah, the... Uh, uh, 30, 30 Odd Foot of Grunts. grunts. That's right, 30 Odd Foot of Grunts. <laughs> and, and I didn't care. It wasn't my style. Not mine either. But I'm not going to say that to his face because he gets a little upset, so... And we can even, <laughs> yeah, and we can even go down a rabbit hole of like people like, wow, Kevin Costner is another guy that has... Oh, he has a. He does? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has. And Keanu Reeves, of course, is you know Dog Star. We knew that. You know that's a famous one. I can't. I, I didn't write his name down, but he was performing a lot of NASCAR shows. Apparently, Kevin I Costner. did not know Kevin yeah. Costner can sing or do anything. Yeah. But here's a good one. I thought this was an interesting one because I like the TikToks he does with his wife and his daughter, and that's Kevin Bacon. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, he did the Bacon Brothers. That's uh, right. Actually, not too bad. Kind of Americana-ish, you know, yes. folky kind of stuff. And they were they were pretty good. The Bacon Brothers are good. Yeah, and he's out there doing stuff with his wife and daughter on TikTok and getting a lot of streams. They did uh, Flowers I, by uh, Miley Cyrus. Oh, and it got cool. a lot of a lot of clicks. I did not so, know that. Yeah. Um, the one I just thought of, I'm not sure if you knew, was uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Yes. I actually have a, his most recent CD. I got uh-huh. a couple of years ago. We we met him in uh, uh, Utah at the uh, FanX. Convention and oh music. yeah, I did not Very, know that. Nice gentleman. He was really he was really pleasant and you know yeah. really enjoyable. One of those yeah. one of those like what was it? Somebody said that the the most talented people are the most nice, and it's like he was very nice. So yeah. you know, and, but he was giving out the CD to all the people that met and you know, the meet and greets. And that's actually not bad. It's kind of kind of bluesy. He's a bluesy kind of right on. You know, look at that. Who was he thing. signing for? Everything was he signing for everything, or was he there for something specific? No, he was just there. Yeah, yeah. he was just, you know just an just a guest, you know, because yeah. he's come on, he's Kiefer Sutherland. I mean, you know, Lost Boys and you know, Twenty Four, Young Guns. And, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and that, that was the rumor is that Emilia Estevez has got a third one coming out with everybody that That'd he's be trying to get. Now, see, that would be interesting. Once again, a certain sequel isn't as bad as a. Well, it depends on the sequel. I guess yeah. I shouldn't. I don't want to go back. We don't want to go back down the road again. But a sequel that's warranted is one thing, as opposed to a reboot or a re reimagining. Yeah. Or you can make fun of it, like Smith did. You know, like and they they did that reboot thing, and that's what that whole thing was was so, making so fun Kirk, of reboot. Clerks three. Yeah. I still and I still haven't watched. No, it. no, no. It was it. the one before that. I'm sorry. Oh, the uh, uh, the uh, Jay and Silent Jay and Bob. Silent Bob Strike Back Again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that was excellent. I did watch that. Yeah. He so was, he made good poke, poke fun at you yeah. know, oh, like even look at the screen. You know, like we're making fun of you know, making fun of Kevin. Movies. Kevin Smith reminded me that uh, what about 
Trey Parker. What about? We were talking about actors slash musicians here. Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah. DVD, DVDA. Oh yeah, most, well, of the, most of the original music for. Sci-Fi. I saw them at Red Rocks last year with our good friend <laughs> right, Jeremy, see? and they they can they are very singing singer talented. Exactly. Both of those guys. Well, yeah, they do, and they do things in voice. They do things in character voice, but also can sing on their own, and you know. Mm-hmm. Here's one, uh, Jared Leto. Yeah, well, Leto, oh yeah, Jared Leto, Leto, Leto is, sorry, Jared Jared Leto Leto is Leto. he's a bonafide rock star, and I heard yeah. he's kind of a, he can be kind of a... Douche. Kind of, yeah, I mean, for lack of a better word, but I guess he can be difficult to get to know, um, but he's a fantastic actor, and, you know, what, he's got a great range, and I will say, for the record, I thought his version of the Joker in Suicide Squad was done very well, because he did what he was asked to do. To play a certain version of the character, yeah. and that's what he did, and he was good at that character. A lot of people are screaming at your radio right now, yeah. going, this guy's an idiot, I always talking about. Yeah. I'm a huge Batman fan, I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, I will stand by that. Yeah. And, I, and Leto is a good actor in general. He looked, um, mm-hmm. The one with Matthew McConaughey. Well, anyway. Yes, but he was fantastic, and he's always good. Well, and he <laughs> got to start out as a member of the TV show My So Called Life. Right. With, but uh, 30 Seconds to Mars, who's the band he fronts, yes. is an amazing band. They're, oh, they're, yeah, they're, they're very successful. And Well, they're just a good band. That's yeah. the thing. They don't Not just because he's in it, it's because they're a good band. They're talented. You yeah. know, that goes right, that got to lead right into Hollywood Vampires. Yeah. There, I was, well, I have that on here. <laughs> I kind of figured you'd have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much. With Alice Cooper and uh, Joe Perry and Mr. Johnny Depp. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, and so, but he uh, he actually, even before Hollywood Vampires, I found out he did some work with um, Butthole Surfers, Gibby Haynes, and Flea in a band called P. I think Letter I remember P. that. Remember yes, that? I, think I do remember that. Yeah. I was, like, really shocked. I was like, oh, yeah. It's funny, because like yeah. I just said, some of these bands get get noticed because of who's in them. Sometimes they yeah. get noticed because they're good, and then you realize that person's in it. Like, like Dogstar. Was an okay band, yep. but they got noticed because Keanu Keanu Reeves, know, yeah. was it was playing bass in that band, and they yeah. were an okay band. And same with same with uh, the one Jason Schwartzman was in. They were an okay band, and yeah. instead of one, the one hit the album. Was well, they went on without him after right, after right. you know he left. But they Wait. got noticed par- partially because he had been in a movie or two or whatever, you know. Yeah. That uh, Michael Sarah um, was on a actually Sub Pop uh, Records label. What's the name of that? Band? Uh, Do you know? Mr. Heavenly. I don't know that. Either. Yeah, I've never heard of it, too. It doesn't surprise me, though, because it's uh, given what he did in uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's one, too, which you'll be like, oh, yeah, when I tell you this, Billy Bob Thornton. Hell, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but did you know he started out before, like, for fun, in a blues cover band called Trace Ombres? What do you think that was a cover band of? I don't know. He's from Texas, so. Right. Oh, so it's ZZ Top cover band? Yeah, yeah. Trace Ombres is yes, the name yeah, of one of their that, albums. Exactly, that's one of their best albums, mm-hmm. actually. Um, yeah, but then yeah, he went... But Billy Bob, it, yeah. I don't know, he was okay. So I said, sometimes these artists or these actors, they do it because it's a vanity project, kind of like the yeah. Don Johnson thing. And sometimes it works, sometimes not. Um, Bruce Willis. That's who I had on here. I was going to yes. talk about when you were talking about Don yeah, Johnson. It's a, it's and a, I actually uh, have that on vinyl, believe it or not. Well, I did uh, not know how I got it. I was like, where the hell did this come from? <laughs> well, his wasn't awful either, but he... He's fun. He, exactly. It's a party record. He struck while the iron was hot when he had moonlighting happening, and he was doing his uh, Seagram Wine Cooler commercials. The Return of Bruno. Exactly. That's a great album. Yeah. For, I said, for that purpose. It's not... I mean, he's not a great artist, but the album's not... It's a fun album. And he got sad news of him this week. Yes, yeah, it's a shame it's you know it's yeah. that he's well now he's diagnosed with dementia but he also had the other uh, brain problem that uh that he mm-hmm. couldn't uh, communicate so it's it's kind of a shame but it's great that the fans and his family are rallying around him and uh, yeah. i mean he'll 
you know, for as long as he's with us, he'll be cared, you know. Yeah. And people, I said, there's nothing but respect there. That's well, the that's thing. the nothing thing, though, too, is that, you know. And you Die know, Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> you know, is that he, he you know, it's, it's hard to hear that he was difficult from Kevin Smith to work with. But he has a body of work that's amazing and great. And he's a pretty good harmonica uh, player. Yeah. That's a skill like like the, like the banjo. There's certain instruments out there yeah. that are difficult to play, and he was pretty good at it. Here's uh, one that I love a lot. This one I actually I actually had a big crush on her at one time. I remember seeing her first time she sang that noticed people noticed, and a lot of people noticed. And then she went on to actually have a very successful music career and acting career. And that is Zoe Deschanel. She was an elf singing. True. And then she went on to do She and Him with M. Ward. That's right. Which is great and Wasn't music. she... Maybe I'm confusing it with the Lady Gaga thing. Wasn't she on one of the, the duets room with uh, Tony Bennett? Didn't she do a duet, one of the duets with Bennett? I'm not sure about that. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I could, be, I could be mistaken on that one. But I mean, yeah, because yeah, she's got a, a pretty little voice, yeah. And she also sang in five hundred one of my favorite movies, 500 Days of Summer with Joseph and Gorbin Let It. That's right. And they've done some stuff on YouTube. Every, like every holiday season they do like a song together the two of them oh that's cool so they have a pretty that's good nice f- they come back together and they still say a little friendship there this person showed off his singing skills in a movie and got a lot of notoriety for it but he actually was like you know costner and, and a lot of these guys we were talking about has this side project and that's jeff bridges and crazy heart oh that's right i remember that yeah you're yeah. right i mean he was good in that and mm-hmm. good good little country country style there you know yeah and we talk about these guys that are you know Jerks in good life are good in real life. I have a feeling he's awesome in real life. He just has that. He vibe. seems like that. Yeah. yeah. Some, there's certain people that you get a, get a feeling for. You know, sometimes you're disappointed, sometimes not. Yeah. You know. Um, he seems like he would be like the dude. You know, like, <laughs> when you meet him, like this really laid back kind of cool guy. And but I was like, yeah, 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 he's got some playing guitar and singing chops. You know, and here's one that it's it never ceases to amaze me how fun he is. Like, he's very, very fun. And he has a little side project, and we won't call it little anymore because they, they do big shows, with Kyle Gass, and that is uh, Jack Black. Black. Well, Jack Black, you, you talk about a range. That guy's got such a great voice. I love his voice. He's one, he of my favorite, yeah, he's one of my favorite voices, that he can sing different styles. And, yeah, I mean, you know, Tenacious D, even the HBO series was great. Oh, yes. You know, I mean, that's obviously where they got the start there. But Black Jack Black's been around as an actor for quite a while. Yeah. Um, X-Files. Well, X-Files, but uh, the John Cusack movie where he owns a record store. Oh, my God. High Fidelity. High yeah. Fidelity. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's he's the breakout in that movie. He's the character. You mm-hmm. go, Jack Black. Because as much as it's a John Cusack vehicle, mm-hmm. when you think of that movie, I think of Jack Black because he's got the, he's the, you know, the, <laughs> the character that draws the attention, you know. And, and sings Let's Get It On at the right. end there. And that, I just, why well, is like, Jack Black, come on, you know, School of School Rock. Rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've I know people who have met him, and he is a really nice guy, really fun to meet. Oh, he's hell real, yeah. Real great, and he's like one of these guys who's not trying to be a Hollywood type. No, he he's just, just dressed like himself. it. He's just himself. You know, he just he's a regular dude. All of his, didn't you see how a lot of his TikToks during the pandemic? Oh, I did, yeah, they definitely. Yeah. He's got, he got completely off. He just lost his, you know, lost his mind, and it was fun. He yeah. filmed it for us to watch, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Very fun guy. Mr. Jack Black, a very fun guy. And a great musician in himself. Not many people can pull off both the actor and singer, and he seems to do that really well. I hope you enjoyed that first part of our episode on musicians that are actors, actors that are musicians. We kind of get all over the place there. Like I said in the beginning episode, we also talk about comedians, actors, singers, and wrestlers, and just uh, some other rabbit holes we go down 
But overall, I really enjoy sitting down with Mr. Jack Miller and having this discussion. And I hope you'll stay tuned for the next episode, which will be following here in the next week or so. Meanwhile, if you'd like to get a hold of us here at Music Seeds, you can do so by Facebook at MusicMadeSeeds at Facebook.com. You can also get a hold of us through Instagram, whether that is under Johnny Evans or John Evans. Also, TikTok at Johnny Come Lately at TikTok and Snapchat at Johnny Evans. If you prefer the email way, you can get a hold of me at OZOMAT87 at gmail.com. That's OZOMATFAN87 at gmail.com. Hope to do an episode about that band at some point and why I chose them over 20 years ago to be my email and how I'm sticking to it. Last thing I'd like to say to folks is I hope that you're all doing well out there. I hope this podcast brings you some enjoyment. And if there's anything you can do for me, that is, please do your best to take care of each other out there, whether it's yourself or your loved ones. Until next time, thank you for listening to Music Seeds, the music that made us. Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host, and you are listening to Music Seeds, the music that made us.